Hi, this is an audio recording of an online resilience practices class facilitated by Frank Baird on August 18th, 2021. The topic for this class is being comfortable enough with uncertainty. This audio recording is made available to you free for your benefit and enjoyment. So hi, everybody. I'm Frank Baird. I am your host. And let's see, my camera is doing exciting things today. So hello, welcome to the Resilience Practices class. Um, Let's start with what is resilience? It's the capacity uh, and flexibility with which we meet life. It's made up of interrelated and complementary skills. And we're going to briefly discuss a context for one of those skills and then practice. And just to note, there's lots of different ways to practice, and this is one way. And my hope is that um, this can be um, one of the, the different styles you experiment with on your way to finding what works best for you. So I thought tonight we would talk about being comfortable enough with uncertainty. I don't know if uh, you're having this experience, um, but you know, apparently the pandemic was over and then it's not over and then it's over again and then it's not over. And that's just one of the many places in our lives where it seems like um, there's an invitation to be uncertain about what's going on. And I think especially the thing about uncertainty is mostly related to what am I supposed to do in relation to it. So we're going to talk tonight about uh, some aspects of uncertainty and some ways to relate to it. And then there'll be time at the end for comments and questions and explorations. So I think first it's it's helpful to do this. Um, uh Uh-oh, my mic is my, sorry, hold on, I have to check something. My camera is winking at me because we have a close and intimate relationship, but sometimes that also means it's my computer is switching to a different camera that I don't have or a different mic I don't have. So apparently it's still working. How's that for uncertainty? So here's the invitation in relation to uncertainty. Um, the, The invitation would be to bring your attention to the process of what's happening. Mostly what happens when there's uncertainty, then um, sometimes there's curiosity. A lot of times there is um, anxiety. Uh, And mostly this is what we do in our lives. Anyway, we get caught up in the content, right? So I'm unsure about something. So then my mind starts to occupy itself with um, the, the story about that, the stories about that, the possibilities about that. I try to figure out what I need to do or what I'm going to do in relation to the content. So the first thing that you might do is shift attention away from the content of the stories and be mindful of the process, the process of what's happening to you. So One of the ways to do that is to kind of explore what is happening for you when uncertainty arises. 
So I know for me, when uncertainty arises, because I like to know things and be sure of things, uh, a lot of times my um, thinking gets really, really activated. I start having lots of stories, lots of uh, versions and variations of what uh, is going on, what could be going on. The other thing that's happening with me is that my body starts to tense up because my body gets configured around the way um, the thoughts and the emotions that I'm having. And so for me, the last place I tend to notice things are emotions, but I'll notice that in the presence of these thoughts and in these physical configurations, certain emotions are happening for me. Sometimes, again, curiosity, mostly for me, it turns out to be anxiety in relation to uncertainty. So then, right, shifting attention out of the content into what's happening, and then notice what you're doing, either when uncertainty arises, or I like to think of it like this, in the presence of uncertainty. So what I notice for myself is that my mind and my body get configured to figure things out. Actually, not even to figure them out, right? That's what I believe I'm trying to do, but I really want to be on the other side of having figured it out. I want to know what to do. So, you know, often the what to do is um, jump up, run, scream, go turn the knob, go fix this thing, go do this, go do that. So one of the things you can do in relation to uncertainty is notice what am I doing in the presence of uncertainty and notice the urges or urge that is happening. Because I think of it as if I'm really paying attention in the presence of uncertainty, I'm wanting to get someplace. Usually the someplace is to certainty. So how is my body, how is my being trying to do that? I might be with thinking, projecting myself into the future right, into a story about the future where it's all worked out. Or my body might be getting uh, configured in a way to like move me someplace where um, the feeling of uncertainty is less profound or less pronounced. So one of the things you can do with these resilience practices and mindfulness is notice that the urge to do something is to be aware of whether that's conditioned reactivity that's happening or whether it's what's often called wise action, meaning it's informed by awareness, by mindful awareness, and that I have a choice. Is doing the thing I'm doing or the urge to do, is that wise or is it, I like to say the word just like that's all it takes, or is it just reactivity? So for me, for example, the urge, the conditioned reactivity is, ah, nail it all down, figure it out, get the answer, make it certain or make it a non-issue, um, which isn't necessarily wise action. But here's how you can play around with wise action. So you might do this right now, just in your mind, bring, uh, bring up something that is um, that you're mildly uncertain about. I mean, it could be something like, do I wear a mask when I go outside now or only when I'm inside? Or do I, I mean, that's the big one for me. But a small one might be like, what am I going to do right after this class? Do I know? Or am I not just not sure, right? Unsure can be a different degree of uncertainty. But 
bringing to mind something just to play around with for now, some uncertainty, and then noticing, do I need to do anything other than experience uncertainty, however it's happening for me right now, literally in this moment, right? So even in the examples that I brought up, right, do I wear a mask when I'm inside or outside? Well, right now I'm inside my home. I don't even have to think about that. I mean, if the thoughts show up, I don't have to pay attention to them because right now I'm not going to need to do anything about that and I'm actually not going to do anything about that right now. Even if I used something like, um, what am I going to do after this meeting? This is a bit tricky because I invited you to consider thinking about that. But if you evoke it, if you get it going in your mind and then you ask yourself, the question, do I need to do anything about that right now? Probably not. Not literally in this moment. So one question is, do I need to do anything about it? And the next question is, can I do anything about it? Because I can feel like I need to do something about it, whatever the it is. But if it's outside of my power to do anything about, or even if it's like I don't have enough influence to... Um, change it, then I should, it would be, wise action would be taking a different relationship to that. It's not wise to get worked up and try to change something I can't change, right? Then it's more wise to lean in the direction of uh, cultivating acceptance or at least tolerance for the condition. So do I need to do anything then? What can I do? And this one's important too. What will I do? Because sometimes I need to do something and I can do something. And what am I doing right now? So literally in this moment, if I were to think about what am I going to do after this class, and I don't quite know, in this moment, I'm probably not even going to think about it unless I keep bringing it up for the purposes of this exercise, right? So sometimes one of the things that happens is what will I do? I won't do what I need to do. So this is happening a lot with people that I talk to during the pandemic because I'm a, a therapist. A lot of people are feeling really lethargic and foggy brained and irritable. And one of the things that most of us aren't doing is moving our bodies around enough, right? So many of us can work from home um, or aren't working or, but we're not moving around. We're not like putting our bodies in a variety of places. We're not moving our bodies as much as we did before the pandemic. And so one thing we could do is move our body more, like get out of the house and go for a walk. Um, there, you know, there's a context for these things. So these are just sort of one, one set of ideas but like for me, I know this and I talk about this all day. And then the question is, am I going to do that? Right? Or sometimes what we do with uncertainty is the doing is I'm going to worry about it. I'm going to sit here and ruminate about it or perseverate about it. I could do something else or maybe I could do, but I don't know what else to do. So I'm just going to worry about it. So noticing what will you do and then what are you doing? What am I doing right now? So this is a um, a multi-part thing because there's what am I doing at the start of this, right? Noticing the process, what am I doing? And then after considering these questions, do I need to do anything? What can I do? What will I do? Then noticing what I'm doing. 
because the doing at that point may be the same, or the doing may shift because I'm switching from, say, reactivity to wise action, or I'm getting ready to get ready to get ready to do some wise action. And then I like this question, like, how do I feel about what I'm doing? Because sometimes I may not like what I'm doing, but I'm not going to do anything about it. So then what am I doing? Mostly I might sit around judging myself. Or I might recognize the difference between reactivity and wise action. And then if I choose wise action, I might feel good or better about what I'm doing. And then I kind of amplify the benefit of the wise action. Because not only am I doing it, but I recognize that I'm doing it and that um, feels really good. Not just because it's the absence of negative judgment about what I'm doing, but because it can be the presence of um, appreciation or happiness or satisfaction or even joy that I have the skill to do what I'm doing, what I want or need to do. So wise action is... Um, the results from mindful awareness, and here it would be what's driving me to the doing that I'm doing, right? So in uncertainty, often for me, it's to get to knowing, um, and is the urge doing wise action? And then you have this choice that comes with mindfulness. So do the conditioned behavior, or what else am I going to do now? Wise action, one of the ways I relate to wise action is the difference between figuring something out and cultivating um, both an attitude and the spaciousness for knowing to arise, right? A lot of times we're busy trying to figure things out instead of um, cultivating the space where knowing can show up, right? Some of that is because that's what we've been taught, right? Go out and get the world. And sometimes we can do that. But I think a lot of times, especially with uncertainty, it turns out that what we're trying to do many times is reduce anxiety, which is different than what's the wise action to do in relation to uncertainty. Though I would suggest reducing anxiety is probably a wise thing to do. And so the way that you, with all of these shifts, so th these are a lot of words and we're going to do a practice that I hope um, makes it a little easier. But the shift that I make is right now in this moment, if I shift my attention from what am I uncertain about, uncertain about to what do I know in this moment? So one of the things I'm hoping you'll uh, experience or notice during the practice is that if I bring my attention out of the chaos of unknowing and to knowing, a couple of things happen. One is I can be comfortable enough in this present moment. I can be more comfortable, maybe not completely comfortable, because the thing I'm uncertain about may still need to be attended to. But this practice is in this moment, right? So in any moment... Is this a moment to be worried about it? Is this a moment to be trying to figure it out? If it is, then do that. And if it's not, like, so for example, here literally we're in this class, right? The invitation would be to go, okay, so right now, no. Right now I'm going to do this practice instead. 
but you can also do this practice in the moment and then it helps cultivate the conditions where you can feel less uncomfortable and more comfortable. So tonight's practice, the doing that helps us be comfortable enough with uncertainty. So overall, what we're doing is making a gentle effort to be present with whatever is here. No matter what the practice, that's kind of the overall effort. And then within that, some things you might notice that there's a benefit to cultivating curiosity about what is happening versus just judging everything that's happening. Noticing where our attention is, because if it's where we want or need it to be, great. And if it's not, then having the wisdom to shift it to focus on something that is more to our benefit. Um, the, oops, sorry, I jumped ahead. Um, I'm having trouble with my screen here. Here we go. Uh, the other is cultivating a friendly attitude because when we have a friendly attitude in relation to um, whatever we're doing, we can dislike it, it can be unpleasant, but we still have a better relationship to it than we have than when we have a judgy, rejecting, um, alienating attitude. And then the last effort is leaning in the direction of being with, being with whatever it is we're experiencing because we're experiencing it. So for today's practice, some of you are familiar with this. If you're new to this practice, the easiest way to do it is to just listen to what I say. I'll be providing some guidance during the practice. Just hear it and notice what happens. That is practice enough. I would now invite you to uh, get into a comfortable posture. So you can do this sitting, standing, or lying down. You can also do it walking or moving. If you're doing it sitting, standing, or lying down, the invitation is to uh, bring as much stillness into your posture as you can. And if you're walking or moving around, to invite as much slowness as you can. The stillness and the slowness creates an opportunity for really noticing some things that you might miss because you just like hop over it with your attention or because it's really, really subtle and more difficult to notice. And then whatever your posture is, your eyes can be open or closed, whichever you feel more, most comfortable with. And then just a note about discomfort, because you may have noticed discomfort is an ongoing part of life, sometimes more than others. Um, but do whatever you need to do during this practice to be comfortable enough to be present and practicing. Sometimes people feel like what you're supposed to do is tough it out and just push through. And sometimes in some ways there's a benefit to that, but only if you can be present and practicing. If you're triggered into reactivity and you're not paying attention and you're just getting upset or uncomfortable, there's no benefit to that. We know how to do that without help. So do whatever adjustment you need to do to work with whatever comes up and trust yourself. If you need to stop the practice for now, stop. There's plenty of times to practice. So with that said, Let's give this a, a try. So if you haven't already, I invite you to find this comfortable posture. 
And one of the things you might do is just move your attention around and notice on purpose the space you're in. You know you're in a space, you got yourself wherever you got yourself, but there's a difference between mindful awareness and just awareness. So mindfully, you're looking around, acknowledging, noticing, this is where I am. Right now, here I am. And then you might shift attention and notice any thinking that's going on right now. And again, as best you can, stay connected to the process level. So instead of getting caught up in those thoughts, what am I going to have for dinner? Or um, what am I going to do next? Or whatever, right? Instead of the content, noticing, oh, thinking is happening. Thinking is happening. And then shifting attention and noticing any emotions that are happening. Maybe there are some, maybe there aren't. Maybe there's one. Maybe there's more than one. Maybe there's none. And so noticing and acknowledging And then shifting attention to the body and feeling what it's like to be wherever you are, what it's like to be in this body right here, right now. If you happen to notice places in the body that feel tense or tight, you might make a gentle effort to let go of as much of that tension or tightness as you can. You may not be able to let go of all of it, but you might be able to let go of some of it. Maybe some of it's left over from something earlier in the day and isn't needed any longer. Or maybe some of it's in anticipation of something that might happen later, but isn't happening now. So is it needed right now? Or you might notice tension or tightness that's held in the body just out of habit. And with mindful awareness, you are given a choice. Leave it there or let go of as much of it as you can for now.
you might feel the body breathing. You might feel how the body breathes on its own. You don't have to make it breathe. And for now, you don't have to breathe in any particular way. Just feel breathing happening. You can use breathing as a meditation anchor or an attention anchor, a place to focus attention or rest attention. And when inevitably attention is pulled away or wanders off, and when you notice and gently bringing attention back to breathing, back to feeling breathing happening. Noticing where attention is now. And if it's where you intended it to be, noticing that. And if it was anywhere else, gently bringing it back to feeling breathing happening. And if you notice thinking happening, letting that be in the background. Or if you notice emotions happening, letting that be in the background. If you notice other physical sensations happening, allowing all this to continue, but the focus of attention you gently bring it back to breathing.
letting attention rest with breathing. Or letting breathing be a place to focus attention or a place to restart the effort at paying attention. One of the things that happens with uncertainty is we forget where we are. Our minds can be in the future or the past or some made-up place. And we forget, I'm here, I'm in this body, in this moment, right here, right now. And so bringing attention to something I know, this breath. Feeling myself breathing in and then breathing out. And breathing in breathing out again and again. Whatever else is going on, wherever else it's going on, I'm right here, right now. Breathing this breath.
Sometimes we forget to pay attention. Or sometimes something calls to our attention or demands our attention. And just for now, just for the duration of this practice, or even just for the next few seconds or fraction of a second, moving our attention back to breathing, just because we decided that's what we're going to do. Right now, lots of things I could be doing. I could be thinking about, I could be feeling about. The thing I am doing, and I know I'm doing, is breathing. Breathing this breath. This particular breath. Noticing where attention is now. And gently bringing it back to breathing.
as we near the end of our practice for today, you might notice what happens with your attention just as you hear these words. Sometimes people hear these words and they go right off to what I'm going to do next. Sometimes people hear these words and start to go, no, no, I'm not, I'm not finished practicing yet, or something else. But noticing how quickly our attention can move from right here, right now, and breathing to something else. How quickly <clears throat> we can leave the moment. So as we near the end of our practice for today, if you'd like, you might express some appreciation to yourself for taking this time and paying such careful attention to you and your experience in this moment, however carefully you paid attention. And to conclude our practice for today, if your eyes are closed, you might open them and move them around, move your head around on your neck, shrug your shoulders, stretch, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, yawn if you'd like, and this will conclude our practice for today. Thank you for your practice. <clears throat>